God. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the ability to minister these words to your people. And I thank you for giving us understanding tonight, Lord. We're going to grow. We're going to develop. Our souls are going to grow. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. We're going to be talking about living and walking in the kingdom of God tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many know there's, there's two kingdoms, spiritually speaking, two kingdoms that are here, they're all around us. See, there's God's kingdom. Uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 says, Give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Praise God. When you got born again, you came out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Praise God. You also came into the family of God and you got qualified to share the inheritance yes. of the saints in light. And then it says, who hath delivered us. Praise God. You are delivered. You're no longer blamed and bound by Satan. Amen. Who hath delivered us from the power, the domain, the authority of darkness. Thank God, God delivered you. Hallelujah. You were as blind as can be. You know, living out in that world, before you got born again, you didn't know what's going on. You're just walking around day by day, oblivious. You're walking on the edge of eternity. You don't know what's taking place. You don't know you're living on the edge of eternity, on the edge of danger. But uh, thank God now we're light in the Lord. Amen? Yes. Yes. Who hath delivered us from the authority of darkness and has translated us. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory. Long before Star Trek ever came along, you got translated. <laughs> translated into the kingdom of God's dear Son. Praise God. In whom you have redemption. Possess redemption through his blood. You possess it. Hallelujah. It's something you got. Amen? Amen. So you've been delivered from Satan's authority. And you've been translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. Thank God we're in the kingdom. Yes. Now we've got to learn how to walk and live in the kingdom. Amen? Yes. Praise God. Learn how to live as citizens of that kingdom. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 12. In verse 22, it says, Then was brought unto Jesus a person who was possessed with the devil and was blind and dumb. And Jesus healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he's divided against himself. How then shall his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Now here we see clearly the Lord talks about two kingdoms. He says Satan has a kingdom. 
See, he's, you know, and his kingdom was really one of the kingdoms of this earth, Satan's kingdom, because uh, he showed Jesus in a moment of time all the kingdoms of this world and told Jesus, if you fall down and worship me, I'll turn it all over to you. It's been delivered to me. And to whomsoever I will, I can give it. Well, of course, Adam is the one that turned it over to the devil. God turned it over to Adam. Adam turned it over to the devil. Came under the authority of darkness. But thank God you got born again. You got delivered from the kingdom and authority of darkness. That translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. But Jesus talked about two kingdoms here around us. And uh, we're either submitted to one of the kings. One of the two kings. We either submit to the king of the kingdom of darkness or the king of heaven. Praise God. If we're living for Jesus, we're under his authority. We're living for him. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We were kind of living for the devil before in our ignorance. We were walking according to the evil prince of the powers of the air, the spirit that is now at work in disobedient people. See, we were just living there in our ignorance. We also were in rebellion against God, hurting one another, mean to one another, doing different things to one another, uh, kind of just doing what the devil is doing to people. See, but uh, praise God. Jesus came, amen? amen, to set us free from the kingdom of darkness. Now Luke 17, verse 20 and 21, you know, the Pharisees demanded of him when the kingdom of God should come. He said, it doesn't come by observation. He said, you can't, you can't see it with the natural eye, paraphrasing it a little bit. You can't see it with the natural eye. He said, but behold, the kingdom of God is among you. And in one translation says it's in you to get in you. See, now when you're born again, it gets in you and you get in it. So you're actually in a different spiritual kingdom than the people of this world. That's why it says for a believer to marry a believer because otherwise you'll have people in two different kingdoms. <laughs> you'll have some problems with your spiritual stepfather. You know, that's what Satan is, people's uh, stepfather and, and, and their Lord, if Jesus is the third Lord. See? But thank God we got a free will. We can choose Jesus to be our Lord. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We can, we can choose that. Now, both kingdoms can bring about effects or results in the natural realm. Now, God tells us certain things to do according to the word of the kingdom. He said it can bring forth fruit 36 to 100. He can bring forth results. So certain things we do, you know, Mark 4, Luke 8, Parable of the Kingdom, Matthew 13. There's certain things we can do according to the word of the kingdom and have some manifest results here in the natural. And that was the way it was meant to work. We were meant to live in the kingdom of God, praise God, but also live in this natural physical world at the same time. Now, all the evil out there, these uh, evil principalities and powers, they are the rulers of the darkness of this world. Yes, Satan's the deceiver of the world, whole world, and uh, these powers are the rulers of the darkness of this world. In other words, they influence all the evil that's taking place in this world. One way or another, they're behind it. You know, now, human beings yield to them and do evil to one another. You know, but these things are behind the scenes stirring up war, stirring up trouble, stirring up sickness and disease, stirring up 
difficulties in families and all kinds of different things, these, these uh, evil forces. Now, there are certain laws that govern the kingdom of God. Praise God. And you know, Jesus said it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Yes. And God's law, God's word is law. Praise God. The more we learn to live according to the word, it's called the word of the kingdom. In Matthew 13, verse 18 and 19. The more we learn to live according to the word of the kingdom, the more different results we can see from the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Now, if we go contrary to it, then we can sow weeds in our lives and certain things are going to crop up. See, the earth kind of will take whatever you sow into it. Weeds are good plants. Good, good things for food. But uh, God has laws that we are to go by. The main one, of course, is the law of love. Yes. Praise God. In other words, don't work any ill towards anybody. No matter what they do. That's right. Just if you do it second, that'll make it right. Well, they did it first. You're not under the Old Testament, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Now you've got the love of God in your heart, and you can <clears throat> do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Praise God, you've got the blood of Jesus. You're a new creature. You've got a new spirit. So you can do things now they couldn't do in the Old Testament. You can walk in love. You can love your enemies. Amen. And pray for those that despitefully use you and persecute you. You can be merciful even as your Father in heaven is merciful. Oh, Hallelujah. He said you could be. Didn't he tell you to do that? Be merciful like your Father in heaven is merciful. So, uh, so we as the children of God, we can now do, be imitators of God as dear children. And we can, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Oh, yes. Now if you yield to the fleshly side of things... Uh, you know, Paul talked about Christians can still follow after the flesh and works of the flesh. And, you know, the thing is, we don't have to. Before you were so bound and mingled in with the flesh, you just acted like your old ugly self. But then you got born again, became a new creature, became a being of love. Now you got to let that love be expressed through. Hallelujah. God wants you on the earth walking in love. Now, Satan's kingdom, of course, is a kingdom of anarchy. You know, do whatever you want to do at the expense of whoever you want to want to pay the bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because uh, the enemy don't really care. He just wants you breaking God's law of love and breaking God's commands. And that's all he wants. See, that's why he tells people, "Oh, you don't have to do no commandments." You know, you don't have to walk in love. Jesus provided now you don't have to walk in love and obey God. So that's what the devil will tell you. <laughs> yes. You know. But Jesus provided. Praise God that now you can live in the will of God and do God's commands and, and follow in Jesus' footsteps. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can do it now. Yes. Hallelujah. You're on the earth. You're a son or daughter of Almighty God. Amen. Praise God. You're not, you're not bound anymore. Hallelujah. Yes. But you know... Uh, the devil, uh, he's a deceiver, he's a liar, and uh, he wants you to use your will to stay bound. 
to him. Now, I'm going to read Hebrews chapter 12. It says uh, in verse 27, this word yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, as of the things which are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So that's, that's what grace is given to us for in the New Testament, that we can serve God. Not so we can live like the devil. But so we can serve God acceptably. Amen? Praise God. People get it all mixed up. They think, oh, grace means we can... Get into anarchy, don't have to know laws, don't have to obey God for nothing. No, that ain't what it's saying. The grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness, worldly lust, the Bible says, and that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present yes. world. Yes. That's what the real grace of God that brings salvation yes. teaches us, according to Titus 2. But uh, God says His kingdom is a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Everything can be shaken, but not God's kingdom. So the more we learn to stabilize ourselves in the kingdom of God, the more stable our lives will become. See, so we want to learn to live in the kingdom of God because we'll become more and more stable. Yes. Because really, the word of the kingdom, Jesus said if you do what he says, he said the storms can come and go, but you're still going to be standing because nothing can move what I say. That's why he said that, Matthew said, you know, nothing can change the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, he said, but my words will never pass away. In other words, the words of the kingdom will never pass away. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So he's encouraging us to learn to live by the words of the kingdom, because then, it's like, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. Because then, those words of the kingdom can make you victorious. Yes. Hallelujah. Because that's a word that cannot be shaken because you're in a kingdom yes. where those words came from that cannot be shaken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cannot be moved. Amen? Hallelujah. So that it's important to learn to live by the word of the kingdom. And you know, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Because a lot of things can happen in the natural realm. But yet that doesn't change the word of the kingdom. Just try it. You know, get up tomorrow morning and see if your Bible still says the same thing. If it does, you know the word's not changed. Amen. The just shall live by faith. Second Corinthians 4.18 says, We look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporal. That means everything you can see, feel, taste, touch, or smell is subject to change. It's temporal. But that which is not seen is eternal. The word of the Lord endures forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you have an eternal book. Temporal things can change, but God's words cannot change. The word of the Lord endures forever. See, then we got that Matthew 7 I quoted from. He said, therefore, Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27. Therefore, whosoever comes to me and hears these sayings of mine. Who's he? He's the king of the kingdom. He's the creator of all things. Without him was not anything made that has been made. 
He made the souls. He made the earth. He made the foods. He sure made a lot of nice tasting foods, I'll tell you. Yes. Praise God. Amen. He made it all. Everything that's good, every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we're living in His world. Amen. Amen. Praise God. He said, therefore, whoever comes to me and hears these sayings of mine and acts upon them, I'll show you whom he's like. He's like a wise man that uh, dug deep and built his house on a rock. He said, the rains came, the winds came, the waves beat upon that house, but it couldn't cause it to collapse because it was found on a rock. In other words, he's saying, if you get these words of this kingdom, the things I said in you, and you stick with what I said, you're not exempt from the storms, but you're exempt from the storms causing you to collapse. Yes. You are exempt from something. You're not exempt from the storm, but you're going to have the victory. Amen. Because then he said, therefore, whosoever comes to me and hears these sayings of mine and doeth them not, he's like a foolish man that built his house on the sand. Now that would be dumb. But you see, a lot of people do that and built it too close to Sandy side. You, know, you see that a lot of times when they have these floods and yeah. they show the houses going down and the banks, you know, the water eating away at the banks that are made out of sand and just loose soil. And, and pretty soon the house collapses because underneath it collapsed. So he said, it's like that. If you hear the sayings of the kingdom and then you don't start acting like it. Don't take it to heart. See, what we have to do is take the heart that the word of the kingdom is boss Amen. over everything in the natural. The Bible said the kingdom of God, Psalm 103, it rules over all. Amen. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God rules over all. So if we can learn to live by the word of the kingdom, we can learn to rule over all. Amen. 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 Reign as kings in the realm of life. Yes. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter... 13. The Bible said Jesus spoke as one having authority, not as do the scribes. That's because he did have authority from heaven. Amen. He said the Father gave him a commandment, what he should say and what he should speak. <coughs> Verse 18. Hear therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the king and understands it not, See, what you've got to understand is the Bible is the word of the king. You've got to realize it's the word of the same king and kingdom that created everything you can see. All those galaxies, you know, they say there's so many millions of galaxies. Galaxies and galaxies and galaxies and galaxies. Millions or trillions of stars. You know, God, the Bible said God knows them all by name. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's David said something like this is too much for me. <laughs> this is too much for me to handle. He knows everybody's down sitting and uprising. He knows every hair on your head. Hallelujah. He knows the ones that fell out. He knows every sparrow falls to the earth. He knows every insect walking around. Man, he is a big God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He's really big. You want to stay on his side. <laughs> For sure. Praise God. You want to obey him. 
But it says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not, then comes the wicked one to catch away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Notice the devil comes to get the word, God's word. He knows God's word will work. Otherwise, he wouldn't come to get it. Just leave it alone. Don't work. Now, why does he put forth the effort to contradict it and try to get you not to believe it? Because he knows. You know, in Luke's gospel, it says the sower, the seed is the word of God, and Satan comes immediately to take the seed out, lest you believe it. Amen. And be saved, healed, delivered, prospered, blessed, yeah. victorious, and so on. So he wants that seed out of you. He knows if it grows in the soil of your heart, praise God, new season you're going to reap if you faint not. Hallelujah. So you just got to keep it there. You, you know, a seed in the natural has got to weather some storms. Yes. You know, every day is a perfect little mist comes from the <laughs> No, there's storms, there's tornadoes. And, but it's, if it stays in the ground, it's just going to keep on growing. Yeah. And one day a harvest is coming. Amen. Amen. The Bible said a new season you'll reap. If you think not. And he that receives seed in the stony places, the same as he that hears the word and for a while receives it with joy. But he has no root in himself and he endures only for a while. But when tribulation or persecution arises because of the what? Because of the word. See, Satan's after that word again. So things get stirred up when you start believing the word. You know, sometimes when you start believing the word, things look worse. He said, I just prayed and started believing God and things got worse. <laughs> well, how in the world did that happen? Yeah. Well, because persecution and affliction arise because of the word's sake. He's trying to get you to let it go because of the word. Uh. By and by, the person gets offended at the word, gets mad at the word, lets the seed go. He that receives seed among the thorns is he that hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word out of that person's life, and he becomes unfruitful. But he that received seed, the seed of the word, into the good ground is he that hears the word and understands it, which also bears fruit and brings forth in his life some an hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirtyfold. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So, uh, Doing the word, keeping that word in our heart and doing the word can produce results in our lives. I'm going to read from Psalm 103. We're going to start with verse 17. I, I quoted a little part of that. But I'm going to go ahead and read that. Praise God. Of course, this is, this is David, the man of the word. And he got a lot of things from God because where his heart was in God. Verse 17, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those who remember his commandments to do them. See, not just everybody, but those that are willing to do his commandments. Hallelujah. And he has a right to require it of us. He made us. And he put us in the earth, and the earth is his. He has a right to command us. And all he's doing is commanding us to do right. Yeah. <coughs> he's not commanding us to do evil things. 
commanding us to treat each other well. Yes, amen. He has a right to do that. He's right. a moral governor of creation. Yes. He should expect that from our hearts. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Especially when he's given us in the new covenant the ability to really carry it out. Yeah. Praise God. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. Amen. Say that his kingdom, his kingdom rules, rules over all. Hallelujah. Then it says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments. See, they're doing his commandments too. Those are the elect angels. They elected to stay with God. The other angels are the fallen angels. Hearkening unto the voice of his word. That's what they do, hearken to the voice. We should hearken to the voice of his word also. Amen. Join in with the elect angels. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, and you ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, and all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Hallelujah. Well, the important thing is we, we learn to do what is written. We've been teaching Sunday mornings on the original faith and, and showing you how most of the professing uh, Christian world they say they believe the whole New Testament, but they leave out about nine-tenths of it. Or they, they tell you, you don't have to do it. You know, they, you know, we don't have to do that. Jesus already did it for us. No, he did what he did, needed to do to enable you to have what you needed to have to be able to do what he wants you to do. Blessed are they that do his commandments. They'll have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. He that doeth the will of God lives forever, the New Testament says. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if we are willing to do his will, the covenant will work for us. Amen. Praise God. But we got to have our hearts submitted to the God of glory. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Do what's pleasing in his sight. Yes. And if you stumble and sin, confess it right away. Don't try to justify yourself. Lord, I messed up. I, I did something wrong. I'm sorry. I repent of it. I want to follow you. I want to submit to you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, because thou art God. Yes. You know, Jesus taught a lot about the kingdom of God. In John 3, he taught uh, Nicodemus, the Pharisee, the teacher of Israel. Uh, he said, except a man be born again, he cannot perceive the kingdom of God. He can't see it. He can't perceive it. Nicodemus said, you mean i got to go back into my mother's womb and, and be born again? He said, no. He said, your physical birth gave you physical life. My spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Marvel not that I said to you, you must be born again or you can't enter into the kingdom of God. But you know, you're here tonight. Why? You, you're born again. You got born into the kingdom. You're in the kingdom of God. Yes. Now, Jesus, when he was here, he was in the kingdom of God. Yeah. He was preaching the kingdom of God. Amen. He was different than everybody else. He was a son of God, had a spirit alive to God, the Father and the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Ghost, Amen. casting out devils, healing the sick, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, and uh, one thing he said about it that's like one of the most important things, is he put it first. Matthew 6, 33. This is what you got to pursue first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and, everybody say and, and, and his righteousness. 
Yes. You know what that is? Living right to the same. Yeah. Amen. That's first. Because if we don't seek that first, the rest of it's not going to work. Because yeah. the Bible said he's the, in, in Hebrews, he's the king of righteousness. The Bible says in Romans 14, 17, the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but it's righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Amen. First things first. Don't seek the things. He didn't say, uh, seek ye first the things. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then the things will be added to you. Yes. In other words, we have to live as good citizens of the kingdom of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord. Now, I, I just got a, a flash of light the other day uh, about something I'm going to share this along this line. Just a little simple little thing. But I, I saw that God is, he's the great God of heaven. Before him, there was nothing. There was no human beings, there were no angels, there was nothing. But he's benevolent. He wanted other creatures to experience life and enjoy life. And so he made the angels, some of them rebelled, which was wrong for them to do after he had given them every, gave them existence and gave them everything. You know. But then he made man in his image and in his likeness upon the earth. And so every human being was made by God. That's why he said the souls are mine. Cattle on a thousand hills, it's mine. The earth in its fullness is mine. The silver and gold is mine. And he says those things in scripture. It's all his, everything is his. So seeing he's God, and he is king, and he's the moral governor of his creation, he has the right to rule and reign and govern us. He has that right. And he has the right to command us to do what's right. See, people don't want to submit to God or his son. But God has the right as the God who created man and gave him a world to live in and gave him everything that he needs for life and gave him families and love and peace and music and food and drink. Gave, gave everything we got came from God. And so him having created us, the Bible said, he hath made us, not we ourselves in Psalm 100. Amen. He made us. Amen. We didn't make ourselves. So he has a right to govern us. He has a right to expect us in our hearts to want to obey him. Especially when all he's telling us to do is stop doing evil. You know, I mean, that's all he wants us to do is stop doing evil. He has a right to do that. He has a right to command that. And he has a right to warn us, if you're going to keep doing evil, you're not going to be a part of my eternal kingdom. You know, so that's why Paul gave list and said, they that do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So they have... You know, God has a right to expect certain things of us. So Jesus now, he knows that. He comes along, praise God, says, seek first the kingdom and living right in the sight of God. Seek to please God first, then things will start to be added to you. But if you put other things before doing that, it just ain't going to work right. Your heart's not yet right. 
Say, you gotta be careful. You know, the Bible says don't go after the deceitfulness of riches for the love of money has pierced many through with sorrows. They've erred concerning the faith. It's not all about us getting money. The Bible says, trust not in uncertain riches, but trust in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Yeah. It's got to be God and living for Him first. Yeah. And He has a right to expect that of us. He made us. Yeah. The Bible says He made man upright. Hallelujah. Paul said, put on the new man, which is created in righteousness and true holiness. See, so that's who you really are. God wants us... He, he knows we can put on that person now. And if we'll do that, our heart will be right with him. And everything flows through the heart into our lives. It's with your heart you believe. Yes, with the heart. He told the Pharisees that he repented not that afterwards you might believe. In other words, they couldn't really believe unless they got the junk out of their hearts. But blessed are the pure in heart, they will see God. Amen. They'll see God move. They'll see God work. Hallelujah. So I hope you got something out of that. Amen. Well, that's what you want to see first. Amen. Praise God. God, Paul said, awake to righteousness, sin not. So you want to see God and righteousness first. Then you're living as a good citizen of his kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Then that kingdom, the kingdom doors open up. Amen. But if people think they can just weasel their way in this and do all, you know things, God God looks on the heart, so you can't do that. It don't work in the kingdom. Won't work. Just won't work. Yeah. <coughs> Protect your heart. For out of it are the forces of life, the issues of life. So uh, He gave us a new heart. We need to keep that new heart clean. Amen. If you, sin, if you sin, something gets in the heart, you've got to confess it and, and ask God to forgive you, humble yourself under His mighty hand, and He'll cleanse you of all the unrighteousness. Amen. Praise God, then purpose, bless God, I'm going to live. God's so good, He has a right to govern me. He made me. He put me in the earth. I'm living in His world. Yes. He has a right to expect me to do good. Yep. Praise God. And then He tells me if I'll do good, I'll eat the good of the land. Yes. I'll be more blessed. I'll increase. The blessing of the Lord will make me rich, and he'll have no sorrow with it. Hallelujah. The blessings of Abraham will come on me and overtake me. Yes. If I diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Amen? Amen. So, first we want to submit to God. Praise God. The God of the kingdom. Hallelujah. And then the Bible said it's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So, now Jesus was trying to get us to understand about the kingdom. Didn't he come preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God? Saying it's at hand. It's reachable now. Yeah. You can tap into it now. You're welcome back in it now. God translated you back into the kingdom now. You're in it. But just put that, keeping your heart right with God first so that you can more freely operate in the kingdom. Amen. Praise God. There's no barriers. There's no veils, no walls, no hindrances, no... No given place to the devil and so on. Because the devil tries to get his toes in the door. Say, he tries to get his finger with a big nail on the scratch from part of your life. Yes. <laughs> you know, gotta make sure you close the door on the devil. Amen? Amen. Give no place to the devil. So Jesus was trying to teach us about this invisible kingdom. 
and telling us that the word of the kingdom would work. Now, where does it work? It works in the heart. That's why you got to keep your heart clean. Praise God. Because you keep the weeds out of the soil. Amen. Your heart's a soil. And then that seed can grow the way that it's supposed to grow. That's why Jesus came preaching in Mark chapter 1, verse 14 and 15. Jesus came preaching the gospel of the kingdom saying, repent. First thing, repent and believe in the gospel of the kingdom. In other words, repent of all evil and believe in the gospel. Two main keys for it to work. First, you've got to repent of any evil. Because it's a kingdom of righteousness. Amen. And then you believe in the gospel of the kingdom. And you know, Jesus' ministry, a lot of it was, was teaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. He actually uh, demonstrated and showed a lot of the blessing of the kingdom of God. Food was multiplied. Tax money came in supernaturally. Praise God. Manna. Fish was multiplied. See, what is that? That's the kingdom work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bringing a mighty manifestation in the natural realm. But we have to live as citizens of that kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. See, but if we understand that, then we won't let the devil talk us into, oh, it's just a little thing. No, he just wants us to not walk in righteousness. So it kind of closes the door on the working of the kingdom. You know, so the devil's trying to trip us up that way. But again, if we believe God is the moral governor of creation, he made us. He gave us a world to live in. He just expects us to live right as good citizens because he provided everything we need to do so. The grace, you through the spirit can mortify the deeds of the body. The word of God, the word of God abideth in you. You will overcome the wicked one. So he's given us the things we need now to live as good citizens. Amen. Amen. And if we just purpose to do that, then we'll be more blessed. Now, even after his resurrection in Acts chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, he came and spoke to them for 40 days, talking to them about the kingdom of God. Yes. Again, he started talking about the kingdom of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Teaching them about the kingdom. See, and really the epistles are also the word of the kingdom. And they actually just tell the church, the people of the kingdom, what to do and what not to do. Amen. You know, some people have said, well, I'm saved by grace, now I don't have to do nothing the epistles say. No, that's, that's just dumb. That somebody don't know how to don't read their Bible. Come up with that. Or some carnal church leader somewhere come up with that big idea. And, it, and the reason is, like we've been teaching on Sunday mornings about the original Christian faith, is they won't take it all. You know, they think they can throw out a bunch of it and it still work. It won't work. You know, it won't work if you're not going to seek first the kingdom and righteousness. It ain't going to work. If you're trying to seek to get out of righteousness, the Bible said that they'll be condemned to have pleasure in unrighteousness and receive not the love of the truth in the book of Thessalonians. Now, King James used the word damn, you know. Because they chose unrighteousness. We, we, we can't be choosing unrighteousness. We've got to choose righteousness. Well, thank God God's merciful. People come to the Lord like the thief on the cross the last minute of their life if they repent. I'm sure there's a lot of people made it, made it in by the skin of their teeth. Yes. <laughs> so it's always good to try to lead somebody to the Lord at the last minute of their life. 
Because the blood of Jesus can cleanse away any sin. Amen. If it's repentant of. Now, Joshua, if you take notes, Joshua 1, verse 7 and 8, talks about doing what is written. Then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Or remember what he says first. God is righteousness. First. First things first. The Bible said the effect of righteousness will be peace, quietness, and assurance forever. It has its own effect. It causes, it causes faith to freely flow. Praise God. Because if your heart condemns you, God's greater than your heart. He knows all things. Amen. So if you're doing wrong, you know it in your heart. That hinders your faith. You know? But if you keep your heart right, you can have the, it's having your heart sprinkled from an evil conscience with the full assurance of faith. Talks about that in Hebrews. You can have an assurance of faith. So the more you walk in righteousness, the more assurance of faith that you can have. Now, we know Satan's kingdom, John 10, 10, it comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. But Jesus came to open up the kingdom of God to us. Told us we could be born again, enter back into that kingdom. If we repent of the evil of sin that we did in Satan's kingdom and turn from darkness to light, from Satan back to God, praise God, then we can start learning to live and receive from that kingdom. You know, Jesus knew it because he lived and walked in the kingdom of God. He gave no place to the devil. He said, the prince of this world comes, he has nothing in me. John 8, 29, he said, but I always do what pleases my Father. Hallelujah. He purposed, I always do what pleases his Father. Therefore, that union was so great. God. Praise God, anything he'd ask of the Father, the Father would do. Because he always, he said, I always do what pleases my Father. So in his heart, he always looked, oh, Father, what is this? Not my will, but your will be done. What do you want done here? You know. Praise God. So you just look to God and just ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and teach you. And, and you know, might be something on TV that's not pleasing to the Father. And just say, Lord, if there's something I'm watching on TV that's not really pleasing to you, then you show me. If there's something that stirs my heart wrong when I watch that, then you show me. And, I'll, and just like you said, pluck out your eye or cut off that, that hand or foot. Anything that will take you away from God. Amen? Amen? So then all you do is change the channel. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, believe in the kingdom of God. Believe in his kingdom glory and power. He said in 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not just in word, but in power. Believe in that power. Believe that if you live according to the kingdom, your life will be more and more blessed. You know, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. He said, here's what you should pray. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth, even as it's done in heaven. Say first things first. He said, you want to pray right? He said, first thing you start doing, before you start asking him to deliver you and to give you daily bread and, and uh, all these other things, he said, he should first purpose to do his will on earth, just like they're doing it up in heaven. He said, it's the first thing you want, you, you want to focus on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Then everything else is straightened out. 
then you're an open channel for the blessings. Thy will be done on earth. See, so pray for things in agreement with the kingdom of heaven to be done here on the earth. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 says, we are co-workers together with God. Hallelujah. And you know, the Bible said he'll perfect that which concerns you. The Bible said God will work in you what's well-pleasing in his sight. Amen. Both the will, it says, and do of his good pleasure. God working in you. Both the will and do it. But you still got to yield to that. Amen. So you got to let God know, God, I'm willing for you to work in me and change me wherever I need to be changed. Amen. I want to be a good child of God, an obedient child of God. I want to do your will on earth even as it's done by those people in heaven. Because you're the God uh, of my life just as you're the God that's up in heaven. Amen. And so I, I want that, Lord. I want that. Amen. I delight, Jesus said, I delight to do thy will, O God. Yes, I want to delight to do your will. Yes, I do, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, you know, like we said, God, you're God. You have a right to govern us and tell us to do right. He has a right. The Bible says God commands all men everywhere to repent. He, he has a right to command everybody to repent. He made them all. Yes. To tell them to stop, yes. stop doing all the wrong they're doing yes. out there in the world. Yes. And he said, tell them there's a judgment day coming, but my goodness leads them to repentance so they don't store up wrath for themselves on the day of wrath. Yes. See, God's a good guy. Yes. He's trying to get people, you know, I was thinking about that today. It's, it's kind of like criminals in society they disqualified themselves from living in society, so, they, so society locked them away. Why? Because of the evil they're doing to other people. See, it's kind of like that with the kingdom of God. We don't want to disqualify ourselves from being blessed citizens of the kingdom by doing evil to other people. No matter what they do, that's up to them. See, did he say, love your enemies? said, don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? That keeps your heart free. Glory. Keeps you free. Amen. You're a citizen of the kingdom. You're not to operate in Satan's principles. That's right. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. You're to live by the word of God. And the Holy Spirit, who's come to guide you in the truth, and thy word is truth, he will help you. He will lead you, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, or the sons of God. And, he, and then it says, He will help you to mortify the deeds of the body. The Holy Ghost will help you to overcome any bad habits you may have gained in this world. Any wrong way of thinking. You know, you can get rid of it all. It says, put off the old man, put on the new man. That means, whatever it is that's of the old man, we can put it off. And we can put on the new man, which is created in righteousness and true holiness. We, can, we can't do that because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We've got the word of God, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the grace of God, the life of Christ. Praise God. So, so then we can live this life. See, the big part of the devil's work is to get you to think you can't live that way. <coughs> you know, you always just got, no. You can make a decision, a faith decision in your heart and say, no, I'm living for the God of heaven. I'm here on the earth. He made this earth. He has a right to govern and reign over me and tell me what's right. He sets the rules, not me. Amen. Praise God. And I'm going to obey him. 
I choose to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus delighted to obey. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. If you take a note, you can write down Matthew 13, verses 33 through 35. Jesus spoke things that were kept secret from the foundation of the world about the kingdom. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 8, verses 9 through 15. He said, this parable is given to you so you can know the secret of the kingdom of God and how it's working. Hallelujah. Just think about that. Unto you it is given to know the mystery. This parable is given so you can know the mystery of the operation of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. How others see will see and not see. They will hear and not understand. But if you're a real follower of Jesus... And to follow the king of righteousness, you've got to walk in the pathway of righteousness. Peter called it the way of righteousness. See, that? remember, that's first. If you start that, you'll start getting his light. You'll start getting divine light. The Bible said, in his light, we see the light. Amplified version, I think it's John 7. He said, if any man is willing to do his will, he shall receive the needed light and illumination to know that the teaching did not originate with man, but with God. Yes, if you are willing to do His will, Amen. you will receive the needed light Amen. to know the teaching is of God. Amen. But see, if people are unwilling, they want to they get by with this, want to get by, they won't receive the needed light. They'll just stay in the dark until they become willing. Amen. So it's better off to become willing. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember Brother Hagin said one time, he, the Lord told him, I think, to go on the road after he was pastor in the church and stuff like that. And he, he said he never was called to be a pastor, but God allowed him to do that for a while. But uh, he went on the road. He said God told him to. And he said his needs weren't being met. And all, the, all these different things. And he, he said, and he began to complain to the Lord about it. Talk to the Lord about it. And uh, he said, God, I've been obedient. He said, you told me to go out, and I've been obedient. God, said, God told him, I ain't all I said. <laughs> he said, I said, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. He said, Lord, I'm making the adjustment right now. Right now, I'm willing. <laughs> Praise God, things start to work out for him. Hallelujah. we got to be willing too. Amen. Not dragging our feet every moment of the way. <laughs> willing and obedient. Jesus is the author of salvation. Everyone obeys him, the Bible says. So we gotta, we got to want to obey him. That's a good thing. Your heart shouldn't want to obey God. God's a good God. He gave us every good thing. Praise God. So we should want to obey God. And if we don't want to obey God, then we need to ask God to help us to be willing. That was one of the prayers I prayed when I first became, came to the Lord. I you know, had some desires not, you know, still. I said, Lord, just work in me and make me willing. I'm willing for you to make me willing to want to do your will. See, the Bible said you're changed from glory to glory into the image of the Lord by the Spirit of the Lord. Philippians 2.13, for it is God who is at work within you both to will and do of his good pleasure. See, in other words, he can work the willingness in you so that you'll want to do what's right. Hallelujah. He'll, he'll help you do what's right. Hallelujah. He, he won't help you do what's wrong. 
but he'll help you do what's right. So we want to conform to Jesus and his teachings of the kingdom and the whole New Testament, the word of the kingdom. He said, if we follow him, we'll not walk in darkness, but we will have the light of life. I don't want to be in the dark. I don't want darkness. I don't want anything from Satan's kingdom. Praise God. I want to follow the Lord. The kingdom of God is a blessed kingdom. That's why he said, if we'll seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, praise God, and then believe the word of his kingdom, believe the word of the kingdom, things don't work. The blessing of the Lord, Proverbs 10, 22, can make you rich and he has no sorrow with it. Amen. His blessing can be upon you. The way it was meant to be on Adam there in the beginning before he fell. Praise God. Amen. Then Abraham obeyed him and blessings came upon him. God made him rich. But he was seeking God. He wasn't seeking gold, silver. Right? Some get too carried away with seeking after the money. It's all money, 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 honey. That ain't what it all is about. That can come if we do what's right first. Amen? So people got to be taught to do what's right first. By doing what the word of the kingdom says, we get restored more and more to the life of victory. And uh, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Faith is of the heart. And you've got to protect your heart so that things to the contrary, that are contrary to God, don't get in that heart. Praise God. Protect your heart. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Just protect your heart. Just say this little prayer. We'll say this little prayer together so you can make sure your heart's clean in the sight of God and your heart is submitted to Him. I hope you kind of got that when I said about God's great creator. Everybody on earth, He made them all. They're all living in His world. They're eating His food, but they're all doing so much evil with one another. Lying, cheating, defrauding, backbiting, fornicating with, uh, drunken and saying things and railing on one another. They're doing all kinds of evil. God has a right to tell them to repent of all that mess. Amen. He has a right to do that. Because he made them. Amen. And they enjoy his, his blessings every day they live. And so, just think of it. He's up there. He knows every heart. We want our hearts to be submitted to him. Praise God. We want to seek to please our Father just like Jesus did. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And if we'll do that and seek first the kingdom and righteousness, then the kingdom opens up to us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because we're seeking the right thing first. Amen. Amen. And the other stuff follows after. But got to put first things first. Amen. So just, just, Holy Spirit, help me to lead them in a prayer. Uh, where they just submit as you need them to submit. Because they do, they're here because they want to learn, and they're here because they want to grow in the things of God, and they want to grow in the relationship with the Father, Son, and with you, Holy Spirit. And so we want to we want to be who you called us to be and live the way you called us to live. And you provide everything we need for that. And so we thank you. Now just say, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, anywhere in my life, anywhere in my life. 
that I've been displeasing to you. That I've been displeasing to you. And not submitted in my heart. And not submitted in my heart. Or in my will. In my will. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of all of that. I repent of all of that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I make a decision. And I make a decision. And a choice. And a choice. To seek first the kingdom of God. To seek first the kingdom of God. And walk it uprightly. Before my heavenly Father. Before my heavenly Father. And I thank you then, Lord. The kingdom will work. The kingdom will work on my behalf. So, Father God, teach me, teach me, guide me, lead me into a life fully pleasing to you. Help me to put first things first. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, just purpose. This is what you do, and this is what you're going to do with your life. Glory to God. Seek first the kingdom and righteousness. Uh, if Satan has gotten you off at all a little bit here and there, you know, got you focused on the cares of this life, pleasures of this life, deceitfulness of riches, lust for other things, just say, no, that's all God cast to the side. I'm seeking first God and His right, living right in His sight. My heart to His heart. Praise God. And I know that. It is light. I'll see more light. You'll start seeing more, much more light. You just purpose to do that. God bless you. Stay excited about Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah.